Welcome to the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now, here is your host, Lance Ferguson. I have two guests for the first time on this podcast. One is a former Iowa State cross country and track champion, and the other is the recent winner of the Eloise Coldwell Trophy presented to the top Quad City and at the Quad City Times Big Seven. Together, they will be managing the race teams for the new Running Wild Elite team based out of Davenport. Uh, welcome to the program, Devin and Kelsey Alba. Hi, Lance. How you doing? Thanks for having I'm us. Doing great. Yes, great. thanks so much for having us, Lance. We appreciate it. It's great to have you on the program, to have my first uh, uh, two people that I'm <laughs> interviewing. And of course, it always helps that we have a husband and wife team here. So um, uh, um, yep. as I mentioned, you're uh, ra managing the race teams for them. Uh, how did this Running Wild uh, elite team kind of come together? Yeah, so I'll kind of take that. Yeah, so we kind of had a, a nice little training group here, um, you know, with me, uh, the Freshly Brothers, um, Joe Pitts was another guy, uh, Elliot Clower, and we'd kind of been meeting, you know, 6 a.m. every day, uh, Dunn Brothers Coffee, kind of our little training group, and I think just a lot of people were starting to kind of tag along, and, you know, we have big goals, you know, we all kind of want to, um, you know, get better and, and potentially qualify for some, some Olympic trials. Um, and so Kevin Bennis, who is the owner of running wild kind of saw that and, you know, kind of approached me and, and uh, you know, was wanted to kind of help out and it just sort of spawned into this, you know, running team. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much the basics of it. Um, and, you know, kind of, we're just, we're building it up and there's been a lot of excitement and a lot of, Really great feedback. Um, yeah. From the women's aspect of things, I kind of got carried along. Um, Kevin Bennis had contacted Devin about um, starting this running team. And all of a sudden, Devin was like, well, we're going to have a men's and a woman's side. Do you want to help with the women's side of things? And um, I'm from the Twin Cities area. And in the Twin Cities in Minneapolis and St. Paul, there's race teams all over the place. Sure. Um, so me and Devin were very used to when we actually lived in the Twin Cities area, we were part of run and fun race team. And we had saw how great um, having competitive race teams, how it drives um, post-collegiate athletes to really continue for their goals and makes the running scene so much stronger. And we um, were both so excited when Kevin Bennis contacted Devin about this because that's like one thing we felt was missing from the Quad Cities area. Um, obviously we have Run and Blaze, but that's more centralized in Des Moines. And um, we're really ready um, to bring that kind of competitiveness to the Quad Cities. Mm. So, you've, so you've, you've always kind of felt like uh, Run of Blaze was more of a central Iowa uh, running group rather than throughout uh, the whole state, which is kind of what they were hoping for. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think I, and I'm very thankful to Run of Blaze. I think it's a, it's a great team and I've had, had great experiences there, but 
yeah, I think it's just easier to kind of feed into, you know, maybe that those Des Moines based runners more than maybe us on, on the Eastern side of the state. You know, I think having a team that's sort of centralized to one place makes it easier to, you know, to, to be a little bit more um, in tune with the guys, you know, that, that live there. Um, I think, you know, what Run Blaze wanted to do looks really good on paper, but I think, you know, I think when you kind of are a little bit self-aware of what you are and, and where you are, I think it's just easier to, you know, kind of appease those guys that are close to you um, and maybe make it better. You know, those other teams like Kansas City Smoke and, and, and you know, maybe even Minnesota Distance Elite is in that talk, you know, it's typically centralized to just, you know, one city or a group of, or kind of a metropolitan area sure. rather than an entire state. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know that run blaze guys uh, actually, you know, routinely work out together either too. So it's kind of one of those things where, and they are spread out, like you said. So um, it is, uh, it is uh, interesting that, um, like you said, Kevin Bennis reached out and said, I want to start something because, you know, race teams are, are not easy to keep uh, together. It's, uh, uh, right. I know fitness, fitness sports used to have one. So uh, uh, a, a strong gutsy move on his part to uh, get this going. Yeah, absolutely. He's got big ideas and he's, you know, definitely gotten me excited about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, and there's, there's crazy history in the quad cities with race teams. I mean, I remember, you know, I used to work, I was, you know, when I worked at running wilds, you know, way back when I started, um, you know, I remember hearing stories about like, you know, the, the athletes foot quad cities team, um, and kind of all those groups back in the day, you know, that team had like Phil Coppice on it. Um, you know, John Wellerding, you know, two really big, you know, quad city. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're a student of the sport, um, you definitely know who those guys are, especially if you're from Iowa. Um, so yeah, just hearing those stories and just, I think getting excited and maybe wanting to build something like that, you know, myself. So yeah. And I think it also helps though too, um, like both of us coming from uh, just like running backgrounds. Like my dad growing up was a part of a, a race team in the Twin Cities area. And I mean, he still meets up with his Thursday night gang and there my dad's um, pushing 70 now. And that's one thing we um, kind of aspire to do is um, not only, you know, eventually like we still want to be meeting up with our buddies at 70 years old and watching the young guys run fast and, you know, kind of, <laughs> you know, doing those kind of things. And that's what we kind of want to do is we want to build that community here um, to compete, like to have those post-collegiate athletes have a place to compete and train together. Yeah. So the, the team was basically in the works uh, before Bix even uh, came along, but you just didn't announce until after Bix. Is that right? I, it, yeah, I mean, just to like be completely honest, like this has been so fast. I think like, <laughs> you know, Kevin at first, it started out just like, hey, I want to help you guys, you know, whatever I can do. And then I met up with Kevin, you know, Kevin actually lives out in Estes Park, Colorado. So he came into town for, you know, Bix because Running Wild is also the main sponsor of Bix. And, uh, you know, it was, we pretty much sat down together and just had a little meeting. He was like, let's do this for real and let's do it the right way. I want you to manage it and coordinate it. And uh, yeah, let's, I mean, let's do it. And uh, so really, I mean, I, 
I would say the weekend of Bix really it started and it's just been, I think, but all the, all the bones were already there. So it was kind of easy to, to get it off the ground. You know, we already had a big, huge training group. We already had, you know, 10 to 20 guys meeting, meeting us at 6 a.m. every morning to go for a run or a workout. You know, that, that stuff was in place. So it was easy to kind of transition it. And that's the key. More. Yeah. You, you already have a bunch of guys who run together and um, right. know each other really well. And, and so it was an easy transition for you. It was just a matter of figuring out your logos and that sort of thing. And maybe you're <laughs> totally. still working through all that. Um, some of it, I mean, we've, we've, yeah. I've been, I've jumped on it, you know, I've kind of actually, you know, so just to kind of maybe even back up a little bit more here is, you know, I used to be a buyer for running wild. And then I actually became, you know, a full-time race timer. Um, and so I've actually left my job as a race timer and gone back to the store and kind of actually made, you know, wow. this managing coordinating thing, actually kind of a full-time job at this point. Okay. So I'll be doing marketing as well for the store. And then I, I get to devote about 20 to 25 hours a week just to this race team, which I think okay. is of massive value to all the guys and, and girls on the team as well. Yeah, I mean, that's what you really need to, to grow these race teams is you need somebody to go out there and work the, you know, right. beat, the, beat the streets, really. You know, Totally, so, right, be an ambassador, absolutely. Businesses on board and, yeah, really uh, work it. And it sounds like you've been successful. So let's hear this big news here. We got some sponsors on board. Yeah, I mean, so we haven't even announced sponsors yet, but I mean, we've, you know, again, with, with having, you know, the connections that I have just from being a buyer and, and being uh, a race timer for end result. Um, yeah, I mean, I've met a lot of people. And so, you know, another big part of it was just using those connections. And uh, yeah, so at this point, you know, we've had, we've had Brooks uh, partner up with us for an, as an apparel sponsor. We've also had Boco Hats um, as, a, as, a, as another gear sponsor as well. Um, and then, uh, Boco, Boco gear. Boco. Okay. Yep. Um, okay. really big in that trail community and out, out West, but, you know, really making a push in the Midwest. Um, I mean, definitely popular hats. You might not be, you know, noticing the brand on whenever you see them, but yeah, definitely, a, a an, an awesome hat brand definitely fits like, you know, just kind of who we are as a team and stuff. But, and then also recently we've had actually Genesis, uh, sports med, come on okay. as a sponsor as well so we'll actually have our own personal pt assigned just to our team and we'll have access to like the pt lab anti-gravity treadmills kind of all that stuff um, yeah. so i mean huge things um and, and yeah, still maybe. still grinding to get more so yeah okay well that's the big medical uh yeah, group there out there so um yep yep they're awesome a and super you know running is super important to them just athletics in general but yeah they're they're great people super awesome and lance you had asked you had said i didn't know it like you had talked about the fact if we were still getting our logo and those types of things pulled together and at this point in time i do have to give a shout out to one of our athletes elliot clower he um it has worked with us um to go ahead and create our logo um, you can find it on our Instagram page for Running Wild Elite, and right now, yeah, yeah, and you will see our logo here um, on our jerseys this upcoming fall. We're in the works with uh, Brooks and Boco Gear currently on making sure um, those get out there. So you will see us this fall repping our new jerseys. 
Yep. Okay. Uh, are they going to be st the same as the yellow ones that you've been wearing? Are they going to be similar? Uh, probably not quite as loud. Um, not, <laughs> not that there's okay. anything wrong with loud. Um, <laughs> well, run a blaze always uh, had the bright orange. So yeah. You, oh, you yeah. Nothing wrong them. with bright. You know, I guess... I guess TBD a little bit. We're still deciding on, on colors, um, but probably, probably not okay. quite as bright. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those are more uh, running wild gear uh, shirts that they just kind of gave you, singlets. Right. We had some team running wild stuff, um, okay. you know, just at our disposal. So that's just kind of like in the interim kind of stuff. Um, and then some Boko hats that are pretty much the store's hats. But uh, yeah, we'll be getting our own stuff with our own branded gear and all that as well. So, okay. And going back to the, the, the Brooks thing, is that kind of a shoe deal where you, they're supplying you with shoes then? Yep. So for, so like the, how it's going to work is we also do like financial compensation as well. Similar to run a blaze, you know, you run under a certain time, you get, uh, you get, you know, X amount of dollars. Uh, it'll, yeah. it'll work that way for apparel as well. Um, so, you know, if, if you run under a certain time, you, you build up points and you can, you know, you can also exchange that for, different apparel items, the top 10 for men and women, they will be, you know, they will have access to full gear. Those are the ones who will be traveling to most of the USATF events we plan on going to. So that'll be, you know, that'll be full gear head to toe, you know, uh, yeah, sh shoes, flats, trainers, all that stuff. So they'll probably okay. get the big biggest benefits, but yeah, ton, tons of stuff. So you're planning to travel to a lot of races across the country then you're you got some oh, yeah. plans. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we probably won't do club cross this year, but we plan on shamrock shuffle will probably be our first big one. That's kind of hopefully going to be kind of our coming out party. I think we have right off the bat have one of the best teams in the Midwest, no doubt in my mind. So that'll kind of be the first one and then, you know, kind of go from there, but yeah, some big plans for sure. So this, this, uh, uh, I think, I guess it's going to be a rivalry with you and run then. I mean, you're, you're definitely, uh, uh, throwing down the gauntlet here and trying to send them a message that, um, well, you've already taken a few of their runners away from you, including yourself, but also, you know, Jay Welp was a guy that came over. Uh, right. Uh, he's right almost in the middle, right between Des Moines and Davenport, and he chose to go with you guys. So that was important to get a guy like him who's really yeah. fast. Yep. Jay's and Jay has kind of been a guy where we've, we've already, we'd already been training together um, prior to, you know, kind of forming, forming the team. And I just think, you know, we had that relationship and me and Jay are pretty tight. Um, so yeah. I think for Jay, it was kind of a no brainer. Um, and obviously having a guy like Jay on the team is massive. I usually kind of say like, if I'm doing, if I do this job correctly, like, you know, I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm not even in the top three, you know, I want guys who are faster than me. Um, right. You know, that's that's what's got to happen if, if we're actually going to compete, you know, where I want the team to compete. Um, but yeah, hope I mean, rivalry wise. Yeah, I, I hope so. I think that's going to be so good for the state. And I'm really excited. I think, you know, Tyson's really formidable, you know, managing, you know, run blaze. Obviously, Cal did a great job as well. But uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be super fun. I'm, we're both really excited for that. And I would say it's more of a friendly competition. Um, and obviously we want to, we want to rival each other in the sense of that we want to make each other's team a lot better, but we also, 
you know, we're friends with the people from Run Ablaze. And I mean, Devin grew up with Austin O'Brien, who um, still right. is on Run Ablaze, and they ran together at Pleasant Valley. And I mean, we're, we're good friends with those people. It's just one of those things, like we had said, is it's easier to be close to the people who you're training with, um, to kind of have that sense of community where like, you know, you can go out your door and it's only 15 minutes instead of two and a half hours. Sure. So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of nice in that, in that sense. So. Yeah. Are you going to have uh, standards then like run a blaze has uh, what, what runners have to meet um, to be on the team? You've, you've added a lot of members already just in a short period of time. Yeah. So we, you know, we've got about 40 people on the team already. Um, you know, my, my standard is pretty much if I could put you in any race in the quad cities and you could win it, you're on the team. So, I mean, the standards are, you know, a little looser right now. Um, I, you know, Obviously, there is a standard, but I think it's, you know, kind of at Kelsey's and my discretion a little bit. You know, there's people who, you know, sometimes your 17 flat 5K guy is the best dude in the world. He's the guy you want on your team. He's the biggest fan, um, you know, and, and I like those guys more than the 14 flat guy who doesn't come to anything. That's just my mm -hmm. personal opinion. Okay. Um so, yeah, I mean, you know, standards are there. I think, you know, it's inevitable we're going to kind of have, you know, it'll it'll sort of branch off. You know, we've already kind of got that sort of top 10 is going to kind of get the most benefit, you know, thing. Um, you know, there will kind of be that be that separation eventually where there's more of a club and then an elite tier. But as of now, I, I think, you know, you just get everyone together. And, and I think, you know, you kind of see where, where the chips lay a little bit. I You know, I do – you know, this is sort of still in the works, but, you know, I still, I think something else that's missing is just a really, really good master's team. You know, I'm 31, so I need something oh, to do in 10 years. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that I really want to work towards as well. Um, you know, a master's team, you know, men's, uh, great men's team, women's team, like that's something that, that really needs a big push in the quad cities. And I, I'm really hoping we can kind of change, you know, the outlook on that and just get some, you know, get some more women training post collegially and, and joining this team. And, you know, I think Kelsey is definitely the, the woman for the job. She's, you know, she's got tons of drive and is it just a, you know, I'm biased cause I'm, you know, I'm married to her, but she's a good, she's a, she's all right. You know, <laughs> I think she can, she can do the job. So. Well, well and Oh, sorry, Lance. I just wanted to add, like, one of the things is just to give you a little bit of history, um, just about me as a runner and why we kind of also have a, we, we both think about this, that post-collegiate runners, um, like I was a collegiate athlete. Um, I started running when I was a senior in high school and um, after I quit soccer <laughs> and decided I would walk on to uh, Minnesota State Mankato's cross-country team and just see how it went. And, you know, collegiately, um, my the coaching style just didn't fit me as a runner. And, um, and so in college, it was kind of frustrating because I would always run a lot faster in the summers and then I'd get to season and it just didn't really pan out for me. Um, and so post-collegiately, I started running and training more. And, you know, I was the girl collegiately that ran, you know, anywhere from like, you know, 1935K or so. And post-collegiately, um, I was able to run like 1750 and I ran a 256 marathon. And that was just me training off my own. And so we also want to make sure that we get people who just have that competitive drive to get themselves better. 
Um, We don't want to be too selective in the sense of like, oh, you've only like as a woman, like, oh, you've only ran like 20 minutes for a 5k. Like, I know the fact that like, some of the times what you did collegiately is not always going to show what you can actually do and what you're capable of. Um, Collegiate seasons are hard. You race a lot. Um, If the training doesn't fit, uh, sometimes, you know, once you get out of the collegiate, you know, pressure and um, training system and everything like that, and the racing season, that's so um, like when you're doing cross indoor, outdoor, some of the times you can really better yourself. And so I think that's like one of our things is we don't want to be super, super selective because we also know that working together and showing like, you know, having people see the drive of others can also really push each other and make everybody better. So that's one thing that we're not trying to be super, super selective at this point in time, because we know the fact that just because on books, you might not have, you know, those flashy, flashy PRs doesn't mean you can't do big things. Yeah, exactly. Um, are, are, are are the runners that you've got, are they mostly all uh, self-coached or, or, or are you going to also provide some coaching for them? Uh, uh, workouts, that sort of thing. Um, what's the, what's the. Yeah. Um, plan yeah. There? I mean, so, so we, we kind of have a, it's something we've talked about. Um, you know, the, the real, the reality of it is that, you know, we all have, you know, <laughs> none of us can get those individual sponsorships. Right. So, you know, we're, we all have full-time jobs, 40 hours a week, you know, and I think, I think we all kind of, the one thing about this team I'll say is I think everyone is at this point is self-motivated and I think they kind of more or less know what to do. We've, we've got a core group that, you know, we all kind of do the same workouts and we kind of plan them, you know, about a week or two in advance and people can jump on that if they want. But uh, yeah, it's it's really up to them. You know what I mean? So, you know, no, yeah, pretty much self-coached at this point, which I think is, that's, I don't think that's, you know, necessarily unorthodox, you know, with it, with a team like this, I don't think I've ever been on a team that had a a, a coach for the entire team or anything like that. But uh, yeah, as of now, that's, that's kind of the the route we're taking. And um, yeah, I think, yeah. So. Okay. Um, so you guys, uh, let's go into your personal history. You guys met, met at Minnesota state. Um, you transferred there, Devin, after you started at Iowa state, it didn't uh, go quite the way you wanted to. Um, yeah. I assume that's how you met, uh, running on the same cross country team, that sort of thing. Yep. Yep. So I, yeah, I had a, a lackluster career at Iowa state. I was just <laughs> constantly injured and like miserable. Um, so I actually, yeah, I took a semester off. Um, I actually worked for, I got my, my, my start, uh, kind of in run specialty. I worked for a, a brand called noon. It's like a drink tab. Yeah. And then I, uh, and then I, I actually went back to Mankato. I actually have, I have a ton of family in the, the Minnesota, Minneapolis area who went to Mankato and they had a great cross country team before I got there. I think they'd just gotten like eighth at nationals in cross country. And so I, uh, yeah, it just seemed like I, I, I went there. I, I loved it. Um, I love, I love Mankato, Minnesota. Um, and yeah, I, I, uh, I think Kelsey and I met maybe the first day I was on campus and we were, you know, I guess this is just my perspective. We'll see what Kelsey says, but, um, <laughs> yeah, um, we were, you know, I think right off the bat, we, we sort of clicked and we're, we're really good friends for, you know, I think probably the first year, year and a half I was there and, um, yeah, kind of progressed from there, but. Yep. So Devin transferred in um, to Minnesota State Mankato um, 
I grew up in Rosemont, which is a south suburb um, of the Twin Cities area, and my sister played soccer, so it was an easy choice, like, on the team at Minnesota State, so it was an easy choice for me to go to, and yeah, so I still remember the day Devin walked in um, campus, he was coming to uh, visit, and um, we had a, we had some good friends, and we were always, like, mutual friends and we actually, you know, we had a tendency to argue a lot when we first, um, <laughs> like, were friends, which kind of cracks me up now. I mean, we don't argue we... at all anymore. No, <laughs> no, never. Um, never. <laughs> we're both <laughs> strong, opinionated people sometimes, but uh, no, we keep each other honest. And so it was, it was pretty funny um, how it all ended up working out. And honestly, to, Mankato still holds a pretty special place, I think, in both of our hearts. Um, I'm actually currently um, going, I'm in grad school right now um, online, and I'm back as a student, a grad student at Minnesota State Mankato. Um, So I feel like I'm a maverick forever. Um, (laughs) And I'm super excited because next summer I'll graduate and um, I'm sure we'll take a, we'll take a trip back. And so I can watch, walk across the stage and we can take a little, um, tour. We haven't been back probably since um, he graduated, um, so it's been a while. Okay. Are you trying to get into administration, or is that kind of where you're? No. Um, yeah, you just... Golly, <laughs> be. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not saying I. I love in my ministers. I'm not trying to say that. Um, it's just not my fit. Uh, I know how meeting, how many meetings and things like that they have to be okay. in. Um, for me. I love the kid aspect of things. So I'm getting my master's in reading. Eventually I would like oh. to do, um, be a reading specialist. So. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, uh, being uh, married to a former teacher, I know how many <laughs> you have to take those <laughs> classes all the time. You have to yep. keep certified. So I know mm-hmm. how that goes. How, how do you do all this, Kelsey? I mean, you, uh, <laughs> you have three kids under six, you're uh, teaching second grade there. You're running, what 45 miles a week and now you're taking uh, grad classes it's um it's a lot on your plate there uh sometimes I think I'm in like a little like insane some days um no so it was really funny I actually decided to start grad school when the pandemic hit and I was like oh my gosh I have so much time um (laughs) <laughs> and so it was kind of like a choice on a whim. And then all of a sudden, like then um, I got pregnant with our third baby. And then I was like, oh, well, this is going to be kind of interesting. And so, yeah, so it was it was kind of just like all a big coincidence. And you're yeah, you're correct. Uh, some of the times it seems like a mad dash um, in our family. It feels like we're going uh, 100 miles per hour constantly. But um, the only thing that's really nice is uh, me and Devin always make time for each other. And the way that we both relax and have like our time to ourselves is through our run. And so we kind of have a good schedule in our house where I take the two littlest to daycare in the morning. And then my oldest is now a kindergartner. So he comes to school with me. And Devin runs in the morning with the guys. And then um, Devin does pickup of all the kids in the afternoon. And I run after school. You run after school. And then, yep. And then we kind of come home. So I'm really excited for the temperatures to drop and this humidity to go away because um, like 3 4 o'clock has been kind of miserable. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's not been easy. And you guys no. are both uh, training for 
important races. Uh, Devin, you're doing a half marathon in Indianapolis, and you've got a 10-miler coming up uh, in the Twin Cities, right, with the Twin Cities? Yeah, yeah um, I'm going home. to. <laughs> I, I, I love, I have a huge love for the Twin Cities weekend. Um, yeah, I like I said, my dad was a runner, um, and I grew up you know, kind of the same way that our kids are growing up, going to races on Saturday, hanging out with our race friends. Um, and let me just tell you, Running Wild Elite, all of our friends who run with us, uh, they're amazing. Our kids look forward to seeing them all the time and talking to them. And um, so it's always so wonderful to have people who are so fantastic in your life. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to go back uh, Twin Cities area. I'm going to do the 10 mile. Um, I'm really excited for it. Uh, yeah, I did the, the TC 10 mile. Yep. Um, yeah, it's where I, Twin Cities Marathon is where I have my marathon PR. Um, I've biked it a million times with my dad. Um, I know the course like the back of my hand. Um, so I'm really excited for it. Yeah. And it's a very competitive race as well. So, so, so you're saying, uh, and of course, uh, Devin, you're trying to, um, you're trying to break like 105 at the Indy half on a really fast course out there. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to at least get into the 105s. I think I've definitely been capable of it. I just kind of haven't had the race of the day. Uh, not that I've run too many halves to begin with, but yeah, hopefully run a big PR there. And, and I, obviously I'd like to, you know, run my first marathon here, you know, by probably early next year um, or sometime next year as well. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully run fast. Do you have any thoughts on marathon? What which one you want to try? Um, yeah, I mean, kind of like Kelsey said, like Twin Cities has always been one I've I've kind of looked at. Um, it's a little hilly. Not that I'm, you know, not that I shy away from that necessarily. Um, but yeah, it'll just kind of depend. I mean, definitely, like I've looked at Twin Cities. I think you know Chicago would be cool. Um, yeah, probably probably one of those. I mean, obviously CIM is super duper fast. Um, but again, I don't really shy away from you know maybe the elements uh, a little bit, like maybe some of my peers do. So I'm, I, you know, I think Twin Cities might be the, the one I'm looking at. Okay. All right. And um, well, most of the time, um, yeah, I, I, I imagine uh, Kelsey's been watching you run at the, at the big seven, but um, this time this year, you kind of uh, ran with her, I guess. I don't want to say mm -hmm. paced her, but uh, certainly ran together. Um, what was the decision there behind that? Um, um, taking yeah. yourself out of out of the equation for any awards to help your wife. That's a that, that's a great uh, great move on your part. Yeah. So well, and and to be fair, like I haven't run a ton of bixes. I am like very injury prone. Um, so just recently, I mean, I I actually had complete Achilles reconstruction surgery uh, like two or three years ago. Um, so I really couldn't even run for about a year after that. Okay. Um, and so really until this last year or so, I've kind of actually been probably a hundred percent healthy again. Um, but kind of coming into Bix, I did kind of like, I, I tweaked my, we went out to Indiana, Gary, Indiana, and I was running in these sand dunes, um, for whatever reason, cause they're there, I guess. And, uh, yeah, I kind of tweaked my, my like IT band. And it wasn't horrible, but every time I tried to run fast, it just kind of like got a little angry with me. So 
you know, I know Kelsey wanted to, you know, is wanted to run pretty fast and, you know, she, she likes when I run with her. I don't know why, but so I decided to, uh, I decided to kind of tag along, I guess. Um, and it was a, it was a rough day. She ran super great for, for the, the day. And, um, it was really fun just to kind of, you know, kind of let her be the, not that I, I'm not saying I'm the star of the show by any means, but, um, to kind of let her kind of, you know, be the star there. I thought that was, it was really cool and really special for me. Well, it's a great trophy that they give out. Uh, is that, so the, cool. is that the best trophy now in the household that, that's sitting around? Well, we have, we have some really cool trophies, to be honest. Um, there are some awesome trail races, um, you know, in the Iowa area that give away some amazing trophies as well. Josh Sun, who does like the Sun Trail Races, he always has like super fun things for Minds of Spain. And so Devin has a couple of boards with horseshoes on them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a trail race at Pleasant Creek where we like literally got one year like crocheted blankets and like these really cool stones um, mm. that we won. So that was pretty cool. But no, I'm going to say that this is probably the favorite trophy to our kids. The um, whole family, they, yeah. The whole family really got into the the trumpet and were like, my my kids ask for us to pull it down so they can like play it's, the trumpet. It's now. playable. It's playable yeah. and it they play playable. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. a, it's a cool trumpet that they give out. Certainly, <laughs> did you know that you had won um, the award? Because apparently, you only won uh, the race by eighteen seconds over a really yeah. good uh, freshman from Pleasant yeah. Valley. No, so I had no idea, to be honest. Um, when we got done, uh, I would just like it was so hot and it was just like so cruddy. And um, to be honest, like it was kind of the last like mile or so um a couple girls had like passed me and Devin when we were running together and then they were short like people were just dropping like flies like it was um and so within like a matter of like maybe 10-15 seconds like the two girls who were running with us then like were sitting on the sidelines and it was uh, we were just kinda, I was like we just gotta like keep where we're at right now I just want to finish and feel good um and so it was one of those things where we got done and um actually we were sitting with uh the Freshly family and Joe and Elise Pitts and everything like that and we were all talking after you know with our whiteies popsicles and doing all that good big stuff and uh, all yep. of a sudden we started like trying to like look at the results because we were thinking Steve might have gotten top local for the guy's side of things and then when we realized Steve had gotten it all of a sudden they're like, Kelsey, I think you got top female local. <laughs> and it was one of those things where all of a sudden we got text messages. Like Devin was getting texts from people like, Hey, can you get Steve and Kelsey up to the stage? We need them now. And so it was, it was really kind of funny. It was not something that I, it wasn't even in my radar to be honest, which no. um, yeah. So it was funny how it worked out. Well, Jen Paul's kind of had uh, had a, a a tight fist on that award for years yes. and years and uh she must have had a, r- a rough race because uh, she wasn't anywhere near you uh, but yeah she, i think she's won it so many be, times that yeah and i don't know um to be honest like me and jen have like raced each other multiple times and you know the last like five 
five and a half years, um, obviously my priority has been really like, um, like I've always ran, um, to keep fit and because I like running and everything like that. But, um, my priorities were different at that point, the last couple, you know, five or so years. Um, and so it was just more about like, I was pregnant every two years, like postpartum in between. So, um, it was just a different sense of training for me. Um, so yeah, me and Jen actually have raised each other a ton throughout the time. And even before, like when we lived in the twin cities area, we would actually, me and Devin would come back and like our two favorite races to come back for, for the quad cities were always KSI St. Patrick's day 5k. And then we would always usually, uh, come back for Easter egg scramble. So even prior to like, there was times when me and John Paul would like, I mean, we would be running Easter egg scramble, like 18, like 18, 15, I think, or something like that. I ran, I got second to her then. So no, we've always like, we've been racing and she's always, like I said, I'm always good for some friendly competition and, but she's had a wonderful racing career. So. Yeah. I just see she won seven times. Um, yeah. Seven time winner. Yeah. Award. She's, yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's good that we have a different winner. Um, so is it a case where you might uh, uh, stop having kids now so that Kelsey can uh, put together <laughs> yep. some fast yep. races here? Are yep, you we're done. done. Kids? You're done. Yep, we're okay. all, yeah, uh, this is our formal announcement. We're done with having children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Team Alba is, um, we are Complete. done at five. Like, yeah. there's going to be only five of us in the family. <laughs> so we're done. <laughs> Yeah, we, you know, like I said, um, my priorities have been different, uh, have been different the last, you know, five, six years or so, but I'm not getting any younger. Um, I turned 30 this year and um, I know lots of women peak in their mid thirties or so uh, for racing. So I know I have time, but I want to use my time wisely. So. Yeah, I think you can uh, easily shave some minutes off that 256 from your Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm actually, yeah. right now, I'm trying to um, really, I haven't touched my 5K PR in a really long time. Um, so I have some, kind of like this fall, I would like to get closer to it, um, if not break it. Uh, gosh, that's nerve-wracking to say. It always is, like, hard to, like, say those things because then you know that, like you got to do it. But um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm going for this fall. And then obviously okay. doing um, the TC 10 uh, mile. I, and then hopefully next year, like Devin had said, um, we'll have the Albas will probably try to conquer a marathon. I, just with the three kids, I don't know if we'll do the same one. Or um, if we do Twin Cities, it's always great because my family is there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so we have grandma and grandpa and their aunt. And so we have people yeah, to help up there as well. Grandparents can watch them while you guys run. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'll so. work out great. So while we're talking PRs, your your PR, by the way, seventeen fifty one for the five k. That's what you're shooting for. Um, uh, De Devin has a very impressive list of PRs here: fourteen forty five for five k, thirty one for ten k, uh, four hundred one for the mile, and then eight twenty three for the three k. Which ones? Which one's your best PR, Devin? Um, actually, it'd be it'd be close. It'd be four hundred nine for the mile, um, eight twenty three for the three k. It's fourteen forty two for the five k, and then um, twenty nine fifty six for the ten k. Oh, okay, even better than that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, my five k is lacking. I would really like to break. I, I think I've been capable of running, you know, fourteen ten in a five k, and I think that's 
a really big goal for me. Some of those PRs are actually from um, after my Achilles surgery, um, if that's saying something too. So I think there's a lot more to give there. Actually, probably my best PR is so before I got injured uh, with my Achilles, I actually ran 2335 at Shamrock Shuffle, and I believe I was like sixth or seventh. Um, so that's eight K. Yeah. For eight K. Um, so that's probably my best PR. That's probably the best race I've ever had. Um, so kind of, I'm always sort of like, that's my measuring stick for, you know, kind of all my races. Now I did run like 2407 for eight K in the, I think maybe about six months ago as well. So I'm, I'm getting there. I'm close, but yeah, that shamrock shuffle performance is sort of the one I'm chasing. Yeah, that I overlooked that. I overlooked that twenty three thirty five for AK. That might be your best PR. That one. Yeah, fun. for sure. Although yeah. anytime you run a four oh nine mile, that's 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 <laughs> that's yep. book. Yeah, I was. Uh, yep. Yeah, so I was. I was Whew. actually back in twenty thirteen. I was um, sixth uh, at nationals, uh, division two nationals indoors in the mile, and it sort of just came out of nowhere. I was the last qualifier for nationals that year. I was trying to get in the 3K and it just didn't work out. And I just barely got into the mile. It was my, I think it was like this, my third mile I'd run that entire year and everything just kind of clicked. I was just feeling really good and made it to finals. And I was like 0.02 from fourth. Um, Mm. So yeah, that was, that was a, I think that's the race that kind of, I said to myself like, well, I'm going to keep trying to run for a little while longer. And now I know I'm going to run until my body sort of just sort of collapses in on itself. So, which might be any month now. Because <laughs> yeah, it could be. What other injuries have you had besides the Achilles? Yeah. So like I've, um, it started in high school. So I, I broke my tibia. That was my first one. I had a, I had a stress fracture in my tibia. Um, I think I've broken three or four metatarsals in my foot. Um, I've had uh, sports hernia surgery as well. I had two holes in my lower ab- abdominal muscles that had to be repaired. Um, uh, with with my Achilles, it was actually I developed a bone spur that eventually cut through my Achilles over the span of like two years. So they had to go in there, shave the bone down, and then take out all the scar tissue um, and mesh me- mesh patch it back up. So that was, that's been the worst one by far. Um, just, yeah, ton, tons of little of stress fractures. Um, but I've actually been, knock on wood, uh, been probably the healthiest, the longest, it's been the long, I've been healthiest, the longest, probably since high school um, as of right now. I haven't been injured in like maybe two or three years, aside from just little small things that are kind of normal with, with running. So pretty lucky there. Yeah, let's hope uh, things go well, uh, continued well with the health. Did you run in this uh, 5K time trial? Uh, were you? Yeah, so I have had a I had a crazy week. Um, I I definitely went into it a little tired, um, but yeah, we had a we had a really cool. I put together a little 5K time trial here this last weekend. Um, you know, I've got you know obviously connections with with timing and stuff like that, so it was you know professionally timed and results online, all that cool stuff. Um, you know, yeah, measured it out, did all that stuff. Um, yeah, had Jay out there. It was, it was great. I mean, it was super duper hot, but, uh, some really cool performances and, and really it was just about, you know, kind of getting out there and, and kind of having, you know, kind of having fun with, with the guys and the girls and, 
Um, yeah, it was, it was super fun. I, I love doing stuff like that. I, I love getting everyone together and just running hard and then just, you know, hanging out and having fun. And it was, it was definitely that. So. Yeah. And, um, on the women's side, uh, Casey Zielinski was the winner for our time trial this weekend. Um, we didn't have a lot of women out this weekend for the time trial. We had, um, we've had a lot of people who, uh, were racing last weekend, um, and things like that. And a lot of, uh, girls out of town. Um, but no, Casey had a great, she actually PR'd, um, this past weekend and all of that horrible heat. And so she, she is, um, doing great and looking forward. She's actually going to run, uh, Chicago here coming up this fall. So I'm really excited. Um, she's looking to get into the, that three Oh area. So. Okay. And, and this was a replacement for a race that got canceled. Is that what? Yeah. yeah. So case I got canceled and we'd all planned on running that. Um, so we, you know, kind of last minute put this on, you know, bought some, you know, bought some, some Gatorade and water and, and bananas, kept it pretty bare bones and, and just put on a little race. Uh, Jay Welp won for men. I don't know if I mentioned that he, he ran great. And we just, like I said before, we love having Jay around. He's just a, a great role model for everyone. And, and, uh, yeah, super fun, little, super fun, little event. Yeah, fourteen fifty eight is what he ran. So that's uh... yeah, and we, you know, we kind of decided to go out. We were all together about a mile and a half, two in, and and uh, just kind of trying to keep it kind of steady, just with the heat and everything. And he just took off. I mean, he looked great. So I think, I mean, I think I'm in super great shape. If that gives you any indicator, and and he beat me by ten seconds. So I think mm-hmm. uh, I think we're both ready to 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 definitely tear it up here once uh, once the weather gets a little bit nicer. Yeah, the both the Freshly brothers, Steve and Dan, had great performances as well. And um, Elliot Clower, um, Dan was like a near PR, and Elliot Clower got a PR as well too. So we, there was great performances, even with all the heat, both on the women and men's side. And yeah, just just to like an aside on that, like Elliot Clower, like we just randomly ran into this kid on a really cold winter run at like five thirty in the morning, and he hadn't <laughs> run in like six years. And he's in, in the span of a year, he has gone from not running for six years to running a 16, 25, 5k on the road. He is absolutely incredible. He's also the guy who made our logo, like we said before, but man, he's, yeah, he's such a great part of the team and, and we really love having him around. Uh, he's kind of like our next Steve Freshly. Steve, you know, didn't really run in high school or college. And now he's, you know, he's probably going to run an Olympic trials qualifier here within the next year. He's incredible as well. That's great. Yeah. These are the kind of guys, Elliot, that you want to tap into the guys. Yeah. Post collegiately, yep. you know, might uh, have a lot of time uh, that they can improve on for their races yep. and just need a little more, a little more motivation. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so- Elliot's uh, is, is definitely a great guy. And I think that's like what we had even mentioned, I had mentioned before is we're just looking for those people that, you know, are, are ready to work for it. And so that's why we, like we said, we don't want to be too selective so we can make sure we get, we get those guys, you know, whose PRs are 1730 and we pull them out here and in a year he's running 1620. So. So the big question is, are you going to have a group uh, coming to Des Moines uh, on September 12th for the blaze and uh, 5k in a couple of weeks? Yep. Yep. So we plan on having a, a group go out to blazing 5k. Obviously Jay Welp was the, he, he won it last year and ran like 14, 18, I believe. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely plan on sending some guys out there. This, this race, this last weekend was kind of a, 
a little bit of a qualify, you know, I know Tyson real well. And, and, you know, we, he knows that, you know, he's run some of my time trials we put on and knows that they're, they're accurate and, and, and legitimate. And I think we were kind of using this time trial more for those guys trying to get under 16 minutes um, to kind of get into that blazing 5k race as well. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to this mano a mano. Here we, here we go to the two right. race teams going at it. This will be good. Right. Yeah. It'll be super oh. cool. They've got a great team right now. David too that uh, they just got on the team. He's incredible. And Blake Whalen is always, mm-hmm. always uh, super tough. Um, obviously Tyson. Yeah. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think Austin might be a little banged up right now, but that doesn't really matter. He's easily one of the best runners in the entire Midwest. So never going to count him out if he's running as well. He's so yeah, he's a gamer. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Are you, uh, <laughs> Are you kind of glad you're not doing race timing now, Devin, so you can concentrate more on your running and the race team? Is it kind of alleviating some pressure not having to? Time yeah. Race? Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's I mean, a, that's I, a big commitment. Right, yeah. and I, I I couldn't really run, you know, most races just because of that. I had to really plan them out, and then just you know, end result company is actually like. You wouldn't know um, just because we're based in Bettendorf, but, you know, we're, we're one of the, we time more people than maybe anyone in the entire nation. I mean, we're timing Boulder, Boulder, that's 50,000 people. Um, we're timing, you know, we timed beta breakers back in the day. That was, you know, 20, 30,000. So these are big races too. And they're, it's extremely stressful. Um, it, it's a hard lifestyle. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful to kind of, kind of, you know, get this position and, and to, you know, have Kevin kind of allow me to, you know, kind of make a place for me here. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm, it's, I'm definitely glad to kind of be moving on, but you know, I, I love timing Adam tissue, who was my boss. Um, uh, he's an incredible dude and, um, you know, we'll still have a great relationship there. So. Okay. In a family um, so- aspect, I'm really happy to have him home. I get to train <laughs> a little bit easier. Um, a lot of the times, like when they go, and I, I don't think people really realize this, but like when they have to pack up, I mean, um, like for example, like I know here coming up Labor Day weekend is Fortitude in Colorado. And so like he would be gone for almost a week when he would time that because um, you have to drive all the equipment out, time the race, packet pickups, all of those kind of things, and then drive back. So a um, lot easier for me to get in my training and also to have help um, now that we have three kids. So. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about your three kids. Uh, do we have running futures in, in there? <laughs> oh my gosh. You, you know what? I, you know, I want my kids to do uh, whatever they really like to. Um, our oldest, uh Wyatt he is five years old just started kindergarten this last week um he loves 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 the running community um me and him did our first mile together at um the freedom run and um he ran 10 24 he only stopped to walk three times he was very proud of himself (laughs) earned a medal um he loves it and um he no like is the most determined kid ever he reminds me so much of Devin um in the sense of his determination and um so whatever he puts his mind to he's going to be great at and I think Walker is our second son and he just turned three in August and Devin likes to (laughs) Devin likes to do the joke of Walker who's going to be a runner 
Um, <laughs> but I imagine no. I imagine Mike J saying it over the loudspeaker at, at Drake's. Yes. So um, you know, both Devin and I played soccer. Um, I didn't start running until I was a little bit older. I played basketball and soccer and, um, you know, Devin's mom coached soccer at Pleasant Valley High School for a really long time, had super, super successful career there. You know, whatever our kids choose to do, we're going to be happy with. Obviously, if they become runners, we're going to love it. Um, We're also going to make sure that um we help them train smarter than we did and um (laughs) and do some of not do some of the things we did um and had to figure out the hard way so um and then oh oh, sorry we also have Remy she is uh just about seven months and um so we're not sure about Remy yet uh she's she is definitely wanting to keep up with her brothers she is like probably days away from crawling right now at like just turning seven months so She's World gonna be an early, breaker. yeah. She's gonna be an early great. walker. <laughs> plenty of time for her to be a yeah, runner. Plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you you kind of got pulled along into running, Devin, uh, by your mother <laughs> taking you to a camp. You, you well, really yeah. So okay, hold on. So Can as, I tell well, this story? Well, sure. no, I'd like to. Okay, hold on. I've got to tell this story because I don't think this is well known by most people. But Devin, when he, this is his mom, cracked me up. It was one of the first stories. I came back for St. Patrick's Devin was going to run K-Sci, like when we were first dating. And I came back and his mom was telling me like, oh, did you know how he got into running? I said, no, like, tell me about this. And so (laughs) here she school he's getting on all sorts of trouble is it a firecracker or something Devin um yeah something like that okay (laughs) (laughs) and his mom had said oh we gotta get you busy you know like you're making bad decisions we're gonna get you busy and so she decided (laughs) that she was going to drop him off for summer running because he was a ninth he was like going into ninth grade drop him off at summer running and he was not very happy about it didn't want to go like all of this kind of stuff and um you know I think then soon after obviously had a pretty successful career so I had to tell you guys that part of it because I know Devin would have left out the little (laughs) troubled youth aspect of it which I think is pretty funny this this is also back when Pleasant Valley wasn't Pleasant Valley that first practice I got dropped off to was there was one kid there we ran two laps around the track and then we went home. That was it. <laughs> this is old. This was old Pleasant Valley before the state titles. This um, was not a juggernaut program. <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, I mean, and to kind of back up a little too, like keep in mind, like my mom was like, my mom's a Hall of Fame soccer coach, so she's like, you know, she's very, she can be very intense, and she she believes in athletics, and um, she's definitely molded me to who I am. Um, so at the time, I think I hated her, but I mean, I think, uh, you know, grand scheme, now that I'm a parent, I probably would have done the same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, she yeah, obviously I mean, saw some promise in you. Uh, you could be- <laughs> oh yeah. And, and to be fair, like 
it's not like I was just like sitting on the couch doing nothing before that. I was, I was like an Olympic development soccer player. I was on like the, like the best Iowa soccer team in, in the state, you know, it's like these, you know, trying to get like these kids drink get on this team and they're trying to get like re- recruited in you know, in middle school. So I was, I mean, I was a, I was a formidable soccer player, but uh, just, you know, just not a whole lot of drive. You know what I mean? Just, it just wasn't there. Okay. When did you kind of know that soccer was uh, second place uh, behind running? When did you kind of know? Um, so I, yeah. Uh, so I, I, uh, my freshman year of high school, I had to make a decision, you know, whether I was going to play soccer or track. And I, uh, I, I don't know. I think I just, I had a really good cross country season and I made all my friends there, you know, cause I, I played in on like a Davenport soccer league. So I wasn't going to, to high school with any of the kids I played soccer with you know, in my like younger years. And so I, I had to make that decision. And even, you know, my, I made that decision and actually my, my freshman year of track, I like made our varsity four by eight. I think I, I think I ran two flat as a freshman in high school. So it was kind of the talent was there. Um, yeah. And I just fell in love with it. Uh, any, any aha moments with you, Kelsey, or, or, or was there with oh. running? One of like my probably my favorite performances for myself, which was my aha moment, is um, so there used to be a City of Lakes twenty five k in um, like around Harriet and um, oh golly, I'm blanking. Right, it used uh, so, to be. I thought it was yeah. Still going. So it okay. It's a half so now. It's a half oh. marathon. It used to be a twenty five k. So, um, and so it loop, it would loop the lakes back and forth. Um, and so actually, um, kind of like my, so my first year post-collegiately, um, I decided, um, I actually like was living in Mankato that summer and I was about to student teach and I just got really into training. Um, and it was, it just kind of like hit me that like I could be good at this, um. And, um, I went and ran a 5k ran way faster than I ever had before. And then, um, I did, I signed up for, and I had was training for, sorry, uh, twin cities marathon, but I went to, um, the city of lakes 25k and, um, which actually in the middle of that, I actually have my half marathon PR. <laughs> so I don't even have um, I have marathon PR and a real half marathon. I have it in the 25 K. Um, and so I ran 139 there and, um, it was really cool because, um, I was actually 42, like 42nd place overall. And so I got like, I was a, an award winner, a top 10 female, um, at the race. And I still have it to this day, but I got my city of Lakes 25 K t-shirt sent to me. And that was kind of like my aha moment um, where like I knew I could I could do big things. um, Unfortunately, that fall, I was going to go to Twin Cities and I stepped off a curb wrong and I partially tore my meniscus. And so I couldn't run the marathon that year, but I was back for a vengeance the next year. And so um, my one and only marathon. Um, so I got it. I got it. Next time I run one, I got to break my PR of 256. And so that's what I'm that's what I'm hunting for next time. Well, that's a really good uh, marathon PR. Usually, you know, you you have a lot of learning moments during that first marathon. You know, you make mistakes and 
So it doesn't sound like he did during that marathon. It sounds like things went pretty smoothly. Yeah, you know, um, my training leading up to it was not as smooth as the fall before. Um, I think if you even ask Devin, um, I don't, I don't know. We both actually that um, fall I had signed up for because the la- the first year I ran City of Lakes 25k was the last year it was going to be a 25k, and then I signed up for the City of Lakes half marathon the next year. And I actually ended up um, just like, I was just really struggling with like stomach issues for a really long time. I don't know exactly what was quite was going on with me that summer of training, Um, but I had to drop out of the half marathon. um, And that was like really kind of a huge bummer to me. Um, So leading up to my marathon, uh, my first and only marathon, I was kind of thinking that maybe things weren't going to go the way that I wanted. Um, but I went out and, um, you know, it was really, it was really kind of cool. Um, when I ran a lot of these girls who I looked up to in college who were, um, like D D two national (laughs) title winners and cross and track and things like that. I ended up actually beating a lot of them in the marathon and it was kind of, so yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm 30 and I've got only so many years here to go. So I'm ready and hungry to get back out there. And I know, um, like I said, I'm, I'm like my next marathon. Um, I'm definitely hunting for under 256. I really want that Olympic trials qualifier. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get out there and do it. And that's, uh, 243, I think it's 245. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, yeah. they might change that standard this year they haven't come out with them yet but that's that's what it was the last uh the last okay last time yeah okay. so yeah and i mean um i mean i know I, my my marathon was 256 so i got a little ways to go but like i said i'm trying to focus on some shorter faster things trying to get um, that leg speed back a little bit and you know, hopefully within the next year to two years, we can go out there and do the fall. So. Well, you found that how that makes a big difference too. doing the faster stuff. You can translate that to the longer stuff, Devin, right? Um, makes a big difference when you do the speed. Yeah, speed that's definitely like one of my personal philosophies. Yeah. I mean, if you can run, you know, if you can run a 5k in a certain time, it's going to make running a half a whole lot easier, a fast mm-hmm. half rather. So yeah, d- absolutely. Okay. Well, guys, it's been a tremendous having you on the show. Uh, wish yeah. you uh, the best of luck with this uh, running wild elite team. Yeah, thanks, Lance. I mean, yeah, we're just we're pretty much just having fun, and we're going to keep doing cool things, and and we're really excited about it. We really appreciate you having us on this podcast. Um, yeah, you know, we think it's great. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, we'd love to be back if you ever would like to have us back again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. So, so thanks we'll so much for the invite, Lance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.